Starting with Mesut Hashem, Daf Pei Zayin. We're going to start at the Mishnah on Pei Vav Amibes. Now, just to step back into it, really earlier on Pei Vav Amibes, we started with what's going to be a sugi. And we have to keep all these different Mishnahis in mind um, because at the end, tomorrow at the end of Pei Ches, there's going to be a ton that we have to fit in and we're going to try to fit it into all the Mishnahis. So just to quickly remind ourselves that a husband has the ability in certain situations potentially to require his wife to take a shvua. So we saw in the last Mishnah that when we had a machlekes Tanakama or Belazar, the Tanakama held a wife, a husband can only require his wife to take a shvua if he is Moshev Ishtai Chenvinis, if he, if he has her working as a, a shopkeeper or Apetropia, which we basically understood as that she's managing the household staff, she's managing the bank accounts, so he can make her swear because she's doing, he, put, he gave her extra tasks so he can make her swear on that. But what, according to Tanakhama, he, he cannot make her swear on the ordinary things, you know, a pilchal val isisa, right? It means she's in the kitchen, she takes a little extra, extra flour, she's in the, you know, she's threading, she takes some extra thread, that we can't, that's too regular, we can't make her swear on that. Rebelezer said we, that, we, that, that the husband can make her swear, may make her swear on that. Okay, and we had a question, was it Gilgal Shul or not? And we basically came out saying that according to Rabbi Lazar, you can even require a, not just an add-on Shvua, but a full Shvua. So now we're going to start the second Mishnah, uh, which is the second Mishnah on Pei base that it's Kasav law, Neder Ushvua Eli Alayach. So here he says, I'm not going to require you, my wife, to make any Nedarim or Shvuas. Okay, now what we're talking about, which Shvua, we'll have to see. The Gemara is going to define that. But he says, Neder Shvua, you don't have to make. Which one were we thinking, or which one was he, she thinking that she would have to make that he's now pottering her from? Like I said, the Gemara will discuss. So now, you don't have to make shuas. So he's not able to be mashbia her. He can't make her swear. However, so let's say, let's say the husband divorces his wife. So the wife is going to get a ksuba, but before she collects her ksuba, the wife dies. So now her yarshim come to get her ksuba. So I only said I wasn't going to make you swear. I didn't say I wasn't going to make your yarshim swear. So the yarshim would have to swear to the husband to collect their mother's ksuba. Or that's Habarim Bershusa. Rashi explains what does that mean? That is talking about, let's say she sold her ksuba. She sold her ksuba, so someone else is going to come. So whoever would come to collect her ksuba, whether it's the yarshim or someone else, the point is the husband, and we're going to have to see why in this ksuba you would have to require a But... The point is that whatever the husband said, only you, you, my wife, won't have to swear. But anybody else who comes to collect the subah will have to. But if he goes ahead and says, I'm not going to require not only you to make a nether, you don't have to make a nether, but nor your yarshim, nor anybody that you sell the subah to. So then, of course, they would not have to swear to collect the subah. So he's not able to be mashbiyah, to make her make a shvua, lahi, below yarsheha, below yabarim bereshusa. But, so that's again, now we're on him to any of her, her, her yarshim, or anybody she sells a ksuba to. Avol yarshav, mashbiyah naisa. However, his yarshim, so meaning, let's say the husband now passes away. So now, right, the, the wife was chayav ksuba, and now the husband passes away. So oh, it was only the husband who was saying, I'm not going to require I'm not going to require you to make a shvua to me, but the, to the yarshav, if, they come, if she comes to collect her ksuba from his yarshim, so then, okay, however, again, he have a way, we have a way out there, neder shvua eini, veloy li yarshai, veloy le bayim bereshusi, alayich, 
So again, he covers everybody. Not I, not my Yarshim, not anybody I sell the rights to, etc., etc. Not you, not your Yarshim, not you sell the rights to. No shvulas here whatsoever. Then, Okay, good. So that concludes the first part of the Mishnah. Basically, what he says will we'll hold him to it. Okay, now it's, he says a Lashon of Now, let's see the next part of the Mishnah. So there, the way Rashi learns this sugya is that this is a continuation of this same woman that the husband said, you're not going to have to make a nether shua. So her husband passes away. Okay, now body's in the ground. She goes back home. Or let's say she goes back to her, she goes back to her marriage house. Beis Chamiya is referred to as the marriage house, right? That's her father-in-law's house, right, 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 right? Okay, her husband. So that's Chabes Chamiya. The point is, she was not made into an apotropis. So nobody can require her to make a shvua. Now, this seems to be redundant, okay? Then nobody can require her to make a shvua on whatever happened before, right? If she becomes an apotropis, if, let's say, we say, okay, now, fine, the husband's gone, but there's Yarshim. So she, and like, if you almost think about it, like in a normal situation, so the Yarshim, she would continue caring for his children. Also could be her children, right? So the point is, she'll continue caring for the children. So that would be a normal situation. Okay, so now the thing is like this. She is the apotropis. She is what we call the trustee of the... Assets that now belong to the Yarshim because they got it from their father. So the Yarshim can only make her swear on what happens from here forward, meaning, but the, because she still had the star from the hut, she had the, the husband said that you're never going to have to make a shvua to me. So therefore, she's not going to have to make a shvua al masha avar. Now, this again seems to be redundant because we already said that. What's the chiddush here? According to Rashi, that we're, this is a continuation of the first case, what's going on? So there's one, uh, one of the Mepharshim explain that we're talking about that it's coming to say Chiddush that we can't even require her to make not only a regular shvua, but even a Gilgal shvua. We saw this idea of a Gilgal shvua, okay, that if she's making a shvua on something, for whatever, whatever possibility there would be a shvua, so then, then it would be a Gilgal shvua, that we would pat her also from a Gilgal shvua. But the, that's, like I said, the way I explained it to Rashi was this Holcha Mikever, According, according to Rashi, this Holcha Mikever is a continuation of the first case. However, according to Rav Haigon, this case is an entirely new case. And we're talking about a situation where the husband, and then we, we learn a new din over here. According to Rav Haigon, it's a new din. Even, so after the husband died, she, she no longer, even though the husband never pottered her from Nether and Shvua, and now she becomes an apotropis for the Yarshim, they can't make her swear on what happened when she was Teich the husband. Okay, meaning we can't go backwards even though there was never a contract between the husband and wife saying I'm not going to be much at you. Fine. So now, Zakta Gemara. Shvua, so we want to know again. We said, So you can't require her to make a Shvua. So Shvua Maya Okay, why would the Baal, what Shvua are we talking about? Why would the Baal be, Eza Shvua Stam, Sha'isha Chayeves Labala, Rashi says, early Yarshav, Dekatani, what's the standard Shvua that we're, 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 we're excluding her from, that we're saying she no longer has to make, we're exempting her from, right? And the way Rashi says, what's the Stam Shvua, Eza Shvua Stam, Sha'isha Chayeves Labala, early Yarshav, Dekatani, Dechilei Patra, Mishvia, when he doesn't when he doesn't give her an exception, she would have to make the shvua v'chi patrei mashbia. So Amar Rabbi Yudam Rav ala petropia shenasis v'chai bala. 
Okay, we're talking about, we're going back, it's like the Tanakhama in the first, the last Mishnah, the previous Mishnah. Meaning, if the husband were to make her into a Chen or an Apichapia, even though for Chen and Apichapia we can make her swear, we're not going to be able, he's not going to be able to make her swear because he wrote in that, he, that he's not going to be Mashpia her. That's the way Rabbi Yehuda Marav says it. Rabbi Nachman Amarav Abaravua. No, we're talking about all Pagemes Ksubasa. We need this for later on the Amun, but what's the case of Pagemes Ksubasa? She takes an advance on her Ksuba. So and we'll see this case later. She comes, she says, I'd like my, my ksuba. He says, I paid you your ksuba. She says, you only paid me, you know, uh, half. So she has, to take a shvu, she has to make a shvua in order to get the rest. Okay, so what we're saying is, the husband is now pre-saying, I'm not going to require, if you take an advance on your ksuba, I'm not going to require you to make a shvua. Now, Azra Mordechai, so Mordechai, whatever. So we have now, the way we're quoting it, there's a machlekes, I'm a rhyme, or when our Mishnah exempted her from making a shul, what shul are we talking about? Are we talking about a shul as apotropis, where he was mean apotropia, or are we talking about a shul on the ksuba itself, for Pekemah's ksubasa? So now, Azor Mordechai, Amr L'Shmaitza, Kameh Rabashi. He said, I don't understand. So Mordechai comes to Rabashi, and he's telling over this Gemara, he says, Bishlam, the Mandamar, Pekemah's ksubasa, so I hear, according to the Mandamar, Meaning, Rav Nachman Amar Rabba. That what shvua are we exempting her from? It's Pagemis, the one the lady who takes an advance on her ksuba. So let's try to go through like what what was the storyline here that the husband exempted her from shvua. So what, what was happening? So Damaska Adai the Duma Matzrachi Lezuzi. Because before they got married, she's thinking, you know what? Look, I, I, I'm I'm giving away my independence. I'm getting married. What happens if I need to raise some extra cash? So I might need to take an advance on my ksuba. What assets will I have at my disposal? Oh, my ksuba. So maybe I'll take an advance on my ksuba. So I want to have that option, okay? And so she says she thinks that this could be a possibility, and therefore, it's, in other words, she could initiate it. She could say, I'm going to want an advance on my ksuba, but I don't want to have to swear. Okay, so she says, she tells him, please, Husband, I would like you to write a document that you're not going to require me to make a shvua if I take an advance. So something that she, that she might do so she would have it in mind. So if the husband makes her an apotropis, that's not, she's, not, she's, not, she's not the one initiating that. Why would she be thinking if the, the husband will make me an apotropis? That's not biyada. It's not something that she would normally think. Okay, and therefore, ihi us. Yada the Petropia, how would she know that he, the husband would later appoint her apotropis to ask for an exemption on the shvua if he appoints her as an apotropis? Okay, Okay, so what's going on? So why Rabbi Huda Amarav doesn't so says Ramordechai doesn't make any sense that the shvua that we're talking about that a husband is exempting like the standard shvua is if he appoints her as an apotropis. It's right, Mechatesi that, she, that she's going to point him. So, Amr Ravashi says back to him, Yeah, it's very good. I understand why you're having a problem with this command. That's because, Atun Ahamasinola. Because you learned this memory of Rabbi Yehuda Marav. This was a freestanding memory of Rabbi Yehuda Marav that you applied to our Mishnah, to the ratio. Amr Rabbi Yehuda Marav, Allah Petrapish, Shanasis Bechai Balo. That's the Torah Shvua. Ah, you're saying that's the Torah Shvua in the Rasha. However, Anan says Ravashi, we learn that Rabbi Yehuda Marav, the Torah Shvuya on a lady that became an Apotropis, not on the Rasha, but rather on the Seifa. Meaning, Anan Ahamasninullah, So after her husband is buried, she goes back home, and she goes back to the husband's house. Then the, the, if she's not, if she's not made to be a trustee on the 
Yusoyimim's estate, then they can't be mashbiahar. Vim nasis apatropa, but if she becomes an apatropa, Yerushim mashbiahar, also love him, mashbiahar, sha'avar. So the Gemara says, okay, sha'avar, let's, this is the Seifa of our Mishnah, right? Sha'avar, maya vidente. What? And Rashi says, Kloimer, an masai karul sha'avar, deloy amrina nixi di seminenu ve'en tenai shaloi ma'obahem. Shavar maya vidente, what is the cutoff point? Meaning, it's very clear that as soon as she becomes an apotropis, as soon as she becomes an apotropis on the Yusayimim stuff, when she goes back to the Yusayimim's house, so then she's an apotropis. Until the husband dies, she, the, the assets belong to the husband. Okay, so what is the cutoff point where she's becoming this apotropis? Ah, we can only not make her swear on Chayabal. Meaning, as soon as the husband died, she was going to be the trustee for the Yusayimim. As soon as the husband died, then she, we can make her make a shua from that point on. And that's what Rabbi Huda Marav was saying. That's when you're going to be putter from a shua. But the second he dies, she is now a trustee on behalf of the assets, what's now the assets of the Yusayimim, right? Because it passes from the father to their children. She is... They're young children, so she is managing the estate. So we can make her swear as soon as the, as soon as the husband dies. Right? And what's the key point? That we can, it's not just we said, it sounds like only after in the ground. No, it's not only after she's in the ground. It's as soon as the husband, not only after he's in the ground, but as soon as the husband dies. Now, what's, okay, what's the Chiddush there? Because this is actually Machoikis. That's what Rabbi Yehuda Marav says. So again, Rabbi Yehuda Marav, which we tried to bring as one of the Amayra, to explain the ratio of the Mishnah, which Mordechai had a problem because it doesn't make any sense. Why would she be asking for that apotropos? How would she know about that? Ravashi said, yeah, you're right. Uh, we learned, that's, you have a problem because that's the way you learned it on the ratio. But we learned it on the Seifa. The Seifa case saying that if she becomes an apotropos, for the Yisayimim, she becomes a trustee to manage the Yisayimim stuff, then we can require her to make a shvua. Ah, Rabbi Huda says, at what point we're talking about only, you know, she, we only cannot, we, we only can't require her to make a shvua on what happened b'chaye habal. But as soon as the Baal died, we can make her make a shvua from that point on. And Ramasna argues. The point is that there's an argument. Ramasna amar afilu be'misa l'kvura lo'y mash There's an in-between period. Yes, even though she's a trustee. However, we can never require a shvua, even though she's a trustee, she's an apotropist for the Yusayimim, between the period of when the husband dies until he's buried. Okay, why? Darmi Nardai, because Nardai says, Le Karga Ulamazaini Ulakvura Mazveninon Beloy Achrezasa, that there are certain things where we can sell. So the normal way of the proper way to sell is what we call Achrezasa, right? We call out, we make it a public thing, okay? Market price determines market price, okay? We do a, what's called a cruise, a, a proper evaluation. So, what we're saying is that when she's an apotropist, she has, she has to sign off as an apotropist saying that you didn't do anything, right? You didn't breach your fiduciary duty. You did what you were supposed to do. However, in this time period, you're able to sell very quickly. You need money. There's not a lot of time. There's a lot of things that have to happen. So the karga, meaning karga is, is the taxes, the head tax, the poll tax they used to have. They're paid to the Goyesh king. They're paid to the Goyesh king. So you got to come up with the money right away. And therefore, we're not going to hold her accountable for karga, for mezaini or lakvura. Now, what are we talking about karga, right? Why are we saying karga? We're talking about the time period in between when the husband dies and the, uh, the, the, the husband dies and, the, um, and, and, and when he's in the ground. So again, kfura, we understand, right? We, gotta go, we, we don't want to create a situation where she's going to, what's the problem? The problem is if we require a shvua, 
she's going to be hesitant. So we don't want to create hesitancy. We, we need the taxes need to be paid. The Yisraelim need to get, need, 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 need to eat. She needs to eat, right? Mizanis need to happen. And we got to get the Kavura done. We got to get the body in the ground. Which Karga Rashi says it's the head tax for the Yisraelim. Taisa says it's the head tax for her that's in Bechlal, in the Mizanis. Okay. What does head tax mean? Uh, a tax. Poll tax. So the, the Gaish king says... The Gaish king says you've got to pay it now. Because someone died or because you're a human No, no, no. Because it happened to have come due right now at this point, period. Well, what, we're sa- death. what we're saying yeah. is... Yeah. So we're saying death, death, these are things where you have to do a rush sale. All these things are going to require a rush sale. And because it's going to require a rush sale, Rabbi Yehuda Marav says as soon as the husband dies... She's a trustee. We can make her swear from that point on. Ramasa says, no, we can't make her swear until the body's in the ground. So there's a period of time where she gets a natural, where we absolve her, we exempt her from making Yeshua. Okay. Amar Rabbah, Amar Now, let's move on. So, we had in our Mishnah where it said, Kasavla, Nether Rav say about, about, about these three things, though? So he, 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 he argues. He, he argues on that. He doesn't agree with that. That's Ramasa. Okay. Meaning, because, just because Mizabinina Beloyach Rezasa, what we're saying is, we can sell it without going through the formal process. that we can't be He would argue, he would say, you can't be Mechayevashvua on it. But, and those things would not be included in the Shvua? Again, there's a machlikis. There's a machlikis. Can we require a Shvua in between Misa and bodies in the ground? Rabbi Huda says yes. And, and Ramasa says no, because we see that these things. We, are, we issue a waiver that we don't have to sell them through Akraza, so we don't have to go through a formal evaluation to sell them because we see it's a rush job. So too over here, these things have to be done in that time period. So we see this concept that in between that time period, Ben Misa, Likvura is a harried time period and we don't create problems with the burial. We don't create that. So we're not going to require her to make a shua, period. Right, really, we're just saying on these things are the exemption, but really everything else you would probably agree to. No, it's not what... No, well, so, so again, Tysus takes a little bit of issue with, like, why are you specifically saying karga? Tysus says, Perish, Kunjul, Karga, Shay, Yusuf, Makasha, Dimash, Bala, Sharzach, Yusuf, Machrizin, Bahalessa. Super important, and then these are the only things that are being hurried. So, therefore, you know, we, we would say that there would be a shwo. Well, Kvura is one of them, right? So, we're talking again, Mizaini, Kvura. These are things, we're talking about things that we see, the way I would, the way I understand it is, we see that we're willing to issue uh, exemption on not having to sell through the formal process mm-hmm. for these things. Okay. So too, so too, we're willing to issue an exemption between Misa for, the, for these things. For the Misa for these things that we're not going to require her to make a shvua. Okay. Amar Rabbah, Amar So again, we, in our Mishnah, we, the, the Lashen, if you look, was Kasala neder So now, what happens if, we're going to talk about some alternate Lashenas over here. Amar Ravchia. So if he tells her, I'm not going to require neder or shvua, so then, right, that's not exactly neder or shvua, but he said, So again, he said, then he's saying, you're not going to have to make a neder or shvua, then she will not have to make a shvua to him. But the yarshin will. Niki Neder, Niki Shvua, right? Like Niki, wiped, clean, absolved. Shvua or Neder, right? So it's an interesting question. Bain who? Bain Yarshin, Ain Mashbina. So, so the way Ravchia, Rabba, Rabba, Ravchia is saying is that if you say any, if you say the Lashon of Niki, Neder, Niki Shvua, then it will go even on the Yarshin. That's what we're using this Lashon for. Hachi Kamarla, Minakia, Mishvua, Asa. I am absolving you of the need to make a Shvua. 
me or the Arshim, period. It doesn't matter to who, you don't have to make Shavuos. However, Rabbi Yosef, I'm Rabbi Chia, Rabbi Yosef says, Okay, so that he agrees to. Again, if you say, then only, she's only exempt from the husband, but the Yarshim she would have to make a Shavuot too. And he, he takes the complete opposite extreme on Nikin Edu Niki Shavuot. Whereas Rabbi Ramachia said, when you say Nikin Edu Niki Shavuot, then she doesn't even have to make a Shavuot to the Yarshim. Here, Rabbi Yosef Ramachia says, Nikin Edu Niki Shavuot, Bein Hu Ben Yarshim so if he says Niki, okay, then even, meaning she has, she gets zero exemptions from any Shvua. Hachi Kamerla, Niki Nafshech B'Shvuasa. If you want, if you want, if you want to be free, you want, you want to, you want to be free, you want to make sure you didn't do anything wrong, then you're going to have to make a Shvua. Okay, so if so, and I saw it brought down, very interesting. So if so, then this Lashon is nothing. Because he was able to be Mashbia her before. So Niki Neder Niki Shvua. Right? Then you accomplish nothing. So what, what was the point of him saying this? So I saw it brought down that, um, that one of the Farshim said that, that she, what happened was he was, she, he, was trying to get, he was trying to get her off his back. She wanted to not make shavuos. He wasn't interested in absolving her. So he said this Lashen, knowing that it wouldn't work, but she thought it would work. Okay? Anyway, Shalach Rav Zakai Lamar Ukva. So Rav Zakai sent the following. Bain, now we're gonna have, again, we're dealing with alternate lashinas of how exactly to absolve from Shvua. So now, Bain Deloy Shvua, Bain Denaki Shvua, Bain Deloy Nadar, Bain Denaki Nadar. So whether you say Naki Shvua, Loy Shvua, Loy Nadar, Loy Shvua, Naki Shvua, Naki, it doesn't matter, it will help. Minachasai, it depends. If you say Minachasai from mine on the Gabra, right, the Baal is saying, then, who in a Yacholash Bia? Abel Yarshim Ashbia. And I said, why? Because he said, you're not gonna have to make a uh, a neder, whether he said a balashan of Deloy or Naki, but he said minachasai on mine. So he said only for him. So she, he's only exempting her from making a shvua to him. However, minachsaya ilain, if he says on these nachasim, then bein hu, then now it's not on the gavr, but it's on the chefza. So then we say bein hu, bein yorshav, ain't mash Okay, then, because he, the husband said, you'll never have to make a shvua on these. So even after he dies, and they get passed on to the Yershim, you're not going to have to make a shvua. <laughs> so this is Abishol Shita, keep it in mind. Really, any Lashon should work to potter everybody. Should be totally fine. Doesn't matter what lashon you say. Whether you say nechasim, nechasaya elu, mean nechasai. Whether you say naki neder, naki shvua. Whether you say loy neder, loy shvua. Whatever you say should work. Really, make right then should work. However, avama esa shariyamur chachavah bali par minichsa yisaimim loy par alav shvua. Sorry, when you come to get paid from yisaimim, you have to you have to make a shvua. Okay. Now, what's there is a right for the rishonim hold that. It's only if you said one of these strange lashinas, then we would say that then we would say that it can't we, we can't knock away the takanas However, if the husband really said neder shui eni alayich val yershav, and if you use the lashon the proper lashon of the mishnah, Rebbe Shadim hold that Abishol would not argue. However, the Rebbe Chanana holds that even if you said the official lashon, right again here we're talking about like I said alternate lashinas, using alternate lashinas. It would hold, the Rabbeinu Chana holds that even if you use the official Lashon in the Mishnah, still you can't go against the Tachanah Sacham. The Tachanah Sacham means anytime you come to collect from Yarshim, you got to make a sure nothing to talk about. Now, Ikeda Amri, 
So again, all we're doing right now is we brought this sheet of Abishol who holds that even though Me'ekar Adin, we should be able to potter her from Meshur from the Yerushim, sorry, this is the Kanas Chachamim, and we can't do anything about that. But that was Abishol. But if you looked before when we said, Amar of Nachman, Amar Shmuel, Mishum Abishol, B'nei Miriam. So we brought Abishol through Rav Nachman, Amar Shmuel. Now the second Lashon is just going to say, no, it was a Brisa. Masnisa, Abishol, B'nei Miriam. Not from Rav Nachman, Amar Shmuel, but rather it was a Masnisa. Amar Bendel Eshua Bendel Nachman is saying the same thing. Bendel Eshua Bendel Nachishua Bendel Eneder Bendel Nachman. Any any lashon you use, Bendel Chasai, Bendel Chasai Elaine, Bendel Hu, Bendel Yarshav, Ain Mash Bein Eisah Avol Moasa. Really shouldn't have to make a shvua to the Yarshim. Moasa, what am I supposed to do? Sharei Amru Chachavim Habali Par Minachsa Yisamim Lai Par Al B'Shvua. Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Shmuel, Halacha Ki Ben Eimim Miriam. The Halacha is like Ben Eimim, like Ben Eimim, like Ben Eimim Miriam. That's Abashal Ben Eimim Miriam, and okay, that you need a shvua. If you want to get paid from the Nechsei Yisabim. So let's move on. More Shvua cases. Okay. Now we're going to deal with. What is the situation where we're collecting Herksuba. And it's going to require a Shvua. So one of them we've already addressed. Zuck the Mishnah. Hapagemes Ksubasa. Somebody, a woman who takes an advance against Herksuba. That's case number one. Eid Echad. Meidashi Perua. Let's say you have an Eid Echad. Who was Meid that she paid. Okay, one aid though. Like Tifra Labashua. We're gonna explain the mission's gonna explain very shortly all these cases. Me Nikse Yasimim. Okay, you come to collect from Nikse Yasimim, then you're gonna to have to make a shvua. Minachasim Mishubadim, fourth one, right? Meaning let's say the husband passed away and she now comes needs to get her ksuba, and he died penniless. But he had assets throughout the marriage, so she goes to get them from the Lukuchim, anybody that would have bought it from the husband. There is a blanket lien that the Ksuba has on any, anything the husband had owned, so when she takes that property, she would have to go ahead and make it. Shua, Bishaloi Bifanov, that's the fifth case. So let's go through these five cases. Up again, so what's the case if so she takes advantage of Ksuba? Ketza. Let's say Ksuba was $1,000. So, so she says, I like my Ksuba, please. $1,000, please. He says, you already got it. No, I only got 100 of the 1,000. So we're going to pay her with a Shvua, meaning she makes a Shvua, and then she'll get the other $900. Kate said, what's that case? Okay, she comes to get her Ksuba. He says, I already paid it. Okay, I got zero, I got nothing. And we have an aid that says that she did get paid. Okay, you're going to have to pay. So we'll pay her, but we're going to require her to make a shvua. Well, we'll, we'll get to it. Maidu Mitzvah, we'll get to it. The Gemara is going to address it. Maidu Mitzvah is Daraisa. Okay? What's that example? So the husband during the marriage sold his nechassim to somebody else. Again, he doesn't have any land left. The ksuba gets paid from land, at least in the times of the Gemara. Um, well, not in the times of the Gemara, the times that the Gemara is talking about. right? Um, so I guess, yeah. Um, but anyway, he gets paid from land, and the husband sold the land. He left over property. She comes to collect the from the Yusayim. So that's case number four. And they got divorced. And then he skips town. Before she comes to collect the Ksuba. So then, She would have to make a Shvua. Now, Rav Shimon Aymer, don't worry about what Rav Shimon says because we're going to explain it later. And this is the Shita that I said, you have to keep all the Mishnahis here in mind, all the different cases in mind because we have to figure out exactly who Rav Shimon's going on. Kozman, she taivas ksuba, so when she is tevea her ksuba, 
Hayarshim Ashbina. So then the Yarshim can make her swear. If she doesn't come to be today, and the Yarshim Ashbina, so like I said, we'll deal with this tomorrow. Amid Beis. Zak the Gemara. Now, let's take the first one. Pagemes Ksubasa. So, as Mati so rightfully pointed out, sounds very much like a Maidim Mixas case, right? She's asking for $1,000. He's saying, I paid you. She says, you only paid me 100 Okay? Maida Mikhtas. So Yeshava, right? Savar, Rami Bar Chamal, Lameimar, Shvua da Raisa, Ichitaka B, Shvua da Raisa, Chibishur, the Katain Masayin, the Kamaida Bimea. It's like a case where of Maida Mikhtas. Guy Titus, hey, you owe me $200. And he says, I only owe you 100 right? I paid you 100 Havilay Dub Mikhtas, Satain, the Chamal, the Satain, Yeshava. So that Rami says it should be Shua Daraisa. Comes along Rava and says, not so fast. Now, Shtei Tshuva's Bedavar. First of all, first of all, Chada, the Chon, Ishban, Shepetarin, Ishban, Belem, Shaman. First of all, any time we make this Shua Daraisa, the official Shua is, you swear not to pay. Not to pay. Okay? Here we're saying she swears and she takes the balance of her Ksuba. So that's problem number one. There's a din of Einish Ban al Karka, and the Ksuba is a Shibud on the Karka, right? It's a Shibud on Karka. So we don't make a Shvua on denying Kfiras, Shibud Karka, Einish Ban al Karka. Yeah, but it's through her Ksuba. Yeah, that's fine, but still, so it's on the denying of a Shibud Karkais. Okay? That's the way Rashi is. Koshtaris, Shibud Karkais, Hain. Any star, and I saw it brought down, like, well, well, if so, there's a problem, because any star, right? And it's ready to star halva also. Any, any, any halva alone, there's a shibud karka. Yeah, but it's only a backup. We discussed that before. It's only a backup shibud. Really, the ikar shibud is a shibud aguf. You can collect from metalful. And the only time we have a problem is if the only thing she can collect from is karka. So now the whole underpinning is karka, in nishman al-karka, midal raisa. So elo amarava, it is midra banan. Okay, that we only require a shvua drabban. What's the nafkamina here? Says Rashi. Nafkaminas is whether whether or not, if for whatever reason we don't want her to swear, can we be what's called afech the shvua? We had this in the stories before a few a few dafim ago. That if somebody is chashad al shvua, so we can make the other party swear. If it's a shvua drabban, a shvua drabban, you can't do that. So over here we would make. Uh, you know, so again, it, 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 can you be mafech the shvua? That's the question, okay? And and um, r- what is the practical? So again, shvua and, and well, Rashi. We're going to see this again because this theme will repeat itself. But Rashi on tomorrow's daf says that a shvua daraisa is bikinoi or b'shem. Use the shem Hashem. It's very very serious. So it's a, a high high deterrent factor. And you would knock on chayfets, you take a sefer Torah, you swear with a sefer Torah, as opposed to Rashi's Zalashan, that Shvua Durabanan is a klala ba'alma. The, uh, it's the first, second Rashi on tomorrow's, on Pechas and Malav. That uh, Shvua Durabanan is a klala ba'alma, okay? So he says only a, a Shvua Durabanan. So now, just one thing, um, just one thing to think about is, so Rami didn't know this then? That Kalan Ishban, what's this Savar Rami Bacham Lame the Shvua Daraisa? He didn't know this? And what's the lesson of Savar? Savar, Rami Barakhama, right? So the Ritzvah, he, he didn't know that Kala Nishban, 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 Velay Mishalman? He didn't know this? It's pretty, it's, it's one-on-one in Shuas, <laughs> right? So the Ritzvah says that he, he didn't really think that it's a real Shua Daraisa. He says he meant it was a Shua Ke'ana Daraisa. You'd have to make it like a Daraisa. Um, that's one answer that's given. 
okay, what, what, what exactly is an afkamina? Um, but the, I saw another, uh, the Ron the brought down that, <clears throat> that if you, look at to the, if you look into the understanding of why you have to make a shul, why, we, why do we say, it's, we, it's go one step deeper, right? It's not just that the fact that in a normal situation, whether it makes us would swear and not pay, it's he would swear to keep the chazaka that he already has. The chazaka, the money is in his, in his hands. So he would swear to keep the chazaka where it is. Here she's coming with the ksuba. The chazaka is that she's owed the ksuba. And therefore, that's why Yad Avamina. Yeah, I understand that technically speaking, it's different because here she would swear and take, but we're swearing to the Shvuah is on reaffirming the Chazaka we have. And there the Chazaka is that he's got the money. The Chazaka is that since it was a payment that he was so we're making, he's, so that's why he's over there. The, the reaffirming of the Chazaka is to not pay the money. The money's biyadai. Over here, she's coming with Ishtar Ksuba. Mistama, any woman who's married, the chazaka is that she's owed a ksuba, and therefore there was a hava. I mean, that's one way could, we could explain it. I even a strong time that she just is saying that, you know, that she got paid. Or that she's owed it, I'm sorry. She, but, but, and, and, that the chaz, and the chazaka would be, if you, I had to ask you, what is the chazaka, what's, what, what's the standard chazaka in this case, is that she's owed a ksuba. A married yeah, woman. He's on the money right now. He, I, under, I understand, yeah. but, but the situation dictates over here that the, if we have to look at the situation, the chazaka of the situation is that she probably is owed a ksuba. Okay. I mean, that's, that's the standard. standard. So, wow. yeah. Okay, next. Um, um, so, again, El Amarava. So, again, Rava says it's Shvua Drabana. Now, what's the reason? Why did we require the Shvua? So, you say, Dipara Dayik, Dimifra Dayik. Like this, it's not really, it's not, the way we're understanding it right now, it's not necessarily a trust issue. It has to do with the fact that the person who's paying the money, when you have to pay out money, you know exactly how much money you paid out. When you get it, you take it, you stick it in your pocket, maybe you didn't pay as much attention. It's much more painful for the person paying the money. So the part of the person paying the money, Dayak, he knows for sure. The Mifra like Dayak, and therefore the Rabbanon, we said we want her, really, it's not that we don't really, really believe her. We require a Shvua so she'll pay extra attention when she gets paid. So she pay extra attention to how much money she got. Now, Ibayalahu. Let's say, Let's say, when she took an advance, the husband said, hold on a second, Adam, come here, I want you to watch that I'm paying my, my wife part of her ksuba. She's taking an advance. So now, what do we see from here? So we see that the husband proved that the only time he's going to pay her is with Adam, right? Do we say that? Okay, in Isa depara be'edim hava para. If he taka paid the rest of the ksuba, then he would have paid with Adam because he paid the first time with Adam, so I wouldn't use Adam. Adilma, have a parla. Adilma isra muye isramile. No, he wasn't necessarily mockbit on Adim. There happened to have been Adim right there. So they he said, okay, just watch this. I'm paying her. But it doesn't mean that he wouldn't pay without Adim. So that's the question. Tashima. Normally we say that anybody that swears, swears and does not pay. The following people will go against the grain and they will swear and take the money. They will get the money as opposed to not. Right to normally we swear to not pay the money. Here, these the following people swear and they collect the money. Hasachir, right? A worker who said, "I, you know, I'm owed a certain amount of money." Payroll. Bah nigzol. Okay, so we have a situation where Adam saw a guy steal something, and we go to him, and he, and he, right? We want to get the money out of him, so he says, "I didn't steal anything." So we can't make him swear and not and not pay money because he's obviously not believed. We have Adam that saw it. 
So Elamai, we would there require um, we require that we require the the tevea, the person to try, that's coming to try to collect money. He would he would swear and take the money. Nechbal, right? We see a guy go into a house. There's only one other guy there, and he comes out all black and blue in the face. And the guy says, "I didn't do anything." The guy in the house says, "I didn't do anything. I didn't touch him. I didn't do talking about." So obviously he's not to be trusted. Okay, we, we pretty much we know what we know what the story is. So again, there he would swear, and we would. And he would. Uh, um, but this, and this obviously is obviously it's only the Rabbanon. I mean, you're going to make a guy who something was stolen from him. To yeah. Make a shvua, thing, that's, that's <laughs> right? Or if again we saw this, we saw this that if let's say one party is chashon on a shvua, we had this in the story with uh, Rava, right? And his wife said that a certain lady was chashon uh, al So we, right? So then we would be afek the shvua. We'd have the other party swear. And take the money as opposed to the party who was chashed swearing to not pay the money. The chenveni al pinkase. So if you have a professional guy, a chenveni is uh, you know a, 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 a shopkeeper, a money changer. So he's in a professional capacity and he keeps a ledger. So his ledger, we're going to assume, is a little bit more muhach, and therefore he could swear and take the money. Why does a sachir? Why? Does, what's the story with the regular? Is he a regular worker? Yeah. So what? What's the? What, he's swearing and. Meaning, meaning the, the Baba says, I don't know, I don't know anything, I, pay, I paid you. And he says, no, you didn't pay me. Never, never, never paid me. And so why do we make him swear? Right, in all these cases, it sounds like the person who's the victim is the one who's swearing, not the one who... The, right, again, right, in exactly. In cases, the other person has like a chazaka that they're a liar. Why is Damo an employer who's claiming... I so maybe, I would, just, I would just think, ma- maybe, so I would, I would think maybe it could be, again, I don't know that this is a trap, but it could be that, like, if you think about it, right, the guy has 100 employees. And one employee is saying he didn't get paid. So he, maybe he's more in a position to know, again, like we see we're dealing with, with Shavuaz Durabanan over here, like we saw, who knows, who doesn't know. So Shavuaz Durabanan, so it's, he's maybe in this situation, the employee is more, more in a position to know Just that he didn't know, get paid. Right, the employer can't yeah. really know because he's got too many employees. He no, says, no, I paid you, I paid everybody. I don't know, I paid everybody. No, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, shall I be somebody who is poigem hishtar, meaning he takes an advance against the shtar without aid him. So what do we see over here? What did it say? Who has to swear? Shaloi be'edim. Shaloi be'edim in. Be'edim loy. So we're making a deal. That if they're aidim, you don't have to swear. Why? Because if you're poigem shtar with aidim, then you don't have to swear because we'll assume that since the guy, in order to give you an advance on your star, required Adim, so to pay the so to pay the rest, he would have required Adim. There's no Adim, and therefore you don't even have to swear. You can take your money. So the says, "No, no, no, you got this all wrong. Let me buy a kamar. Let me buy a If he paid within divadai tzricha shvua, of course you're going to need a shvua because we know that you were pegging the star. You were pegging the suit. You took an advance on it." So the whole amount is not outstanding. However, there's a havamina the other way, that if, if, let's say, the husband gave the wife in advance without Adim, there's a havamina to say that we wouldn't require a at all. Why? Because Because really, she could have said, you never paid me anything. There's no Adim anyways. So it's like a Meshav Aveda. She's basically doing him a favor. So we shouldn't require a But we have no Raya. Let's say what happens again. So we said, what's the reason why we require the shvua? Because the husband is going to be more. The parua is going to be tevet. He's going to be more. He's going to be more sensitive to how much he paid. He's going to know, and she isn't necessarily the receiver. The one who's getting paid doesn't necessarily know <coughs> exact exactly how much they got. So ibayolahu. Let's say she knows exactly. Meaning up against mahu. Let's say she says. Uh, he comes and says, you know, your was was $1,000. She says, I took 100, I, 
<clears throat> he, he, sorry, he says, I paid you. She says, you only paid me $100. And you paid me a nickel a day for 4,000 days. So she knows exactly how much she got, right? I got a dollar a day. The point is, she says, uh, she's very granular about it. So again, if the whole reason we acquired a Shavuot was because we wanted her to be Tadik, over here she's being Tadik. Right. She's quite granular. She knows exactly what happened. She obviously was Medayik, right? She knows exactly what it is. Kush to come. So she's telling the truth. Again, it's not a question. We don't believe her. It's just we're afraid that maybe she wasn't paying attention. No, of course she was paying attention if she knew exactly. Okay. Or does, do we open, open this up for cheating the system? So Gemara says, Teiku. Okay, we don't answer that. Let's say that she doesn't say that she got paid. What happens if she's Pecheses Ksubasa? Okay, Mahu. So the husband says, you, the husband says, uh, she, she wants her Ksuba. And the husband says, I paid it. Okay, she says, uh, the husband says, I, I, I paid it. And she says that the ksuba is less than the amount written. So ksuba says, the ksuba document says 1,000. And she comes and says, um, you owe me $300. We agree that it's only going to be $300, not 1,000. And he says, no, I paid it. So do we consider that a money mix? Meaning it's essentially, she's saying, you never pay me anything. She wasn't a pagana. So do we consider it the star has written a thousand? The star has written a thousand, which we're going to get to at the end. We're going to get to at the end. Yeah. Pagemes, Oidilma Pagemes, Mixas, Mixas. By a Pagemes, what's the case of a Pagemes where we're Because she took some money, but over here she didn't take some money. She's just saying, you owe me less. Now, Toshima, Pagemes, Tifra, Shaloi, Bishvua. She taka get paid without Shua. Ketzar, Hoysak, Subasa, Elosos, Vamarla, Iskabalti, Subasayach. It was a thousand. He says I paid it. You never pay me anything, but by the way, really the whole soup is only a hundred dollars, not a thousand. She does not require shua. Now the, to which I think what you what's bothering you is but my gavya, What kind of star is this? The star says a thousand dollars. You're basically saying it's a false star. So the says, no, I'm a rabba by Meres that no, we had an agreement. The star, you're right, the ksuba was written for a thousand. But I agreed, I agreed afterwards. I went to him and said, by the way, eh, I don't need a ksuba so much. I'm, I'm a low maintenance person. I'm fine with a ksuba of a hundred dollars. It's fine. You could just, whenever, whenever it comes down to it, just give me a hundred dollars. So the star itself was right, but she was Michael essentially nine hundred dollars of it, ninety percent of it. Okay, and therefore, we're saying that since she never got anything, again, because we see the whole reason. Why we required a Shua Midrabanon was Leitedik, that's because she got paid and she wouldn't be Tedik, but over here, obviously, she didn't get paid. So that's why we're not going to require Shua.